Welcome back to another episode of On My Grown, the podcast, guys. Um, we are back. I'm your co-host, Rodney Boyd. I'm your co-host, Melanie Mitchell. And we are finishing up our She's Gotta Have It review, guys. <laughs> we are so so sorry for the delay of this between our, our personal schedules and stuff. If I could go back in a perfect world and do this all over again, we would just release all the reviews on the same day. Or just one big and- fat one or something, because this was stressful. It's hard enough for us to get one episode per week. We try to do two with our new arrangement. It's it's just not easy. It's not. Um, but yeah, well, we here. Well, Mel's popular. I'm not. I just be coming home. You're so right. But yeah, so not being lame and trying to have two podcasts a week is just a lot. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so here we are. Um, we're going to do episode six through ten. So we're going to knock out four whole episodes. We're going to try to speed pass, hit some major bullet points. We're going to do like a whole bath of episode. We ain't trying to get all the nooks and crannies for real, for real. We just going to cover it. Yeah. So um, episode six, you know, one thing that happens is Nola is very down because uh, the white critic from the art show that, um, what's the friend's name? Um, hey, that's friend. Hey, that's friend. Um, Clorinda. Clorinda. Yeah. That she hosted. Uh, essentially, the the white uh, critic, uh, the white critic of black art. Um, gave her a bad review. Just said that she, you know, like she she didn't fit in with the other artists, and that her 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 art had no real direction. So because of that, she was down. And you know, this is also an episode where Greer decides he's going to, you know, kind of shoot. He's he's going he's going to go, you know, Steph Curry and really shoot a shot and try to get her to commit to him. Well, yeah, and, and also they they had the most shallow surface level just sexual relationship, and in this episode, he realizes that you know. After seeing her art and kind of getting a piece of the real Nola, he was like, I want to, you know, get to know you more. So that kind of like yeah. attracted to him, attracted her to him more. That's real. And and that's what it was. You know, like the art show that she tried to keep him from allowed her, him to see a side of her that he wasn't uh, familiar with and made him interested to the point. He was like, yo, I, I want to know more about her. And so he takes her on his date to I don't know if you want to call it a French restaurant. He was speaking French in there and he knew all the holes in there, which was a concern of mine. But. That's neither here nor there. It was that was kind of tacky. Like, has a man ever taken you to a place where he knows a bunch of people? Um, not that I can recall. A bunch of women. No. No. Okay. I mean, if we, well, anyways, it depends on the environment. I would, I would suppose, like, if we had a kickback, you know, of course you're gonna know people there, but not like in a random. We go to Chili's or something. Hey, Keisha, Tasha, what's up? LaRonda. Like, no, it's not. No. <laughs> Um, and so on this date, we learned the most about Greer. And so this was like, I, I felt like, the, you know, like it came very late, somewhat late in the season to me, but it was like a good episode to find out about Greer and find out about their relationship as a whole or like why they vibe. Um, uh, we find out, do we find out or like Greer talks about being biracial and, you know, kind of relating his growing up biracial well, he ta- he gets- to Nola. He he delves more into it, but I, I want to say he mentioned being biracial, like episode one. Okay, so he, and, uh, he talks I, about I, like his experiences in this episode. Right, he re- well, he relates growing up biracial to um, Nola and, and and how the art critic, you know, and, and her feelings towards the art critic in terms of there's no one standard definition of being black, and you know Greer cannot deny his French mother. 
you know, his father was a Black Panther, but so he has to operate at, in this in-between space. And Nola just talks about, hey, my art is Black because I'm a Black person. How I represent Black art, you know, Black people in my art, you know, regardless, it makes it Black. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. Yeah. Oh, so Nola, like, uh, so the date is going great. He he gives her, he gives her a book and he says, Nola, I want to do this more often. I want to get to know you. I want to do cinema, da, 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 da. And she freaks out and dips on him and goes to visit Shemekka. In true Nola fashion, because, you know, she's the queen of the peace sign. Like, she did. Right. Like, she, she can be, she'll like it. Oh, I'm leaving. Bye. Oh, I'm out. She to leave in this little you know, thing, like as if she had a car. Like she, <laughs> she leave like she got a car. You gonna sit outside for five more minutes? To wait for oh, your, it's New York. Or walk to your uh, train or whatever. Train station. I'm just saying this. So. She just she leaves quickly, like it's a car outside waiting on her. All right. Um, also, we find out. So we also found out how her and Greer met. Uh, apparently, they were at a restaurant. Yeah, and she was drawing him like, like a creep. Yeah. And um, they met that way. And then we also found out how her and Jamie met. She was riding her bike and sitting on what they call their uh, the promenade near the lake. He's sitting down reading a newspaper. He comes over her, to her. They exchange some banter. And, um, you know, and, and they, uh, I, I, I don't know, I guess they connect after that and they, they, they get to know each other. Um Virgil plays the Star Spangled Bandit for Jamie and his wife Cheryl. <laughs> yeah, on the electric uh, guitar, which is interesting. Right. He 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 talks about how he kind of like is now more confident in his black identity and like understanding how whack his friends were for using the N-word and making him do that whole little minstrel thing. Um we find out that Jamie is um blowing up Nola's uh he bought Nola's painting, her self-portrait from the show. For ten thousand dollars, my kind of sugar daddy. Well, we didn't find out how much, but he bought it for ten thousand um, dollars. He's blowing up Nola's phone during the date, but and she she keeps ignoring him. So I guess he, you know, he 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 was frustrated enough where he goes and he goes upstairs from his 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 basement room and and walks up on his wife in the shower and was like, "May as well hunch." I mean, I bought it, so we married. It's legal. In the eyes of God, and it's legal. I mean, I'm not legal, like legal, legal. Like I'm saying, like they married, so it's recognized by God. It's okay. Gosh, huh. go ahead. That was it. Was just weird. Um, so they 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 hit the skins, um, and then there's a weird scene that is like five to eight minutes long. This is what I talk about when I say Spike Lee is so abstract and you're sitting there kind of wondering like, was this a good use of Mm -hmm. time? Where they're in a bar, Spike Lee is the um, bartender, Uh, Jamie is getting shot after shot after shot, his wife Cheryl's sitting at the bar smoking a cigarette and then Nola is over at a table. And then he gets up and he immediately falls to the ground drunk and he, and like his wife looks over him and he goes, you know, Nola, Nola, I miss you so much. And his wife just goes, huh. So I don't know if they, I don't know if this was kind of like a metaphor for like, he's drunk in love and confused where 
he hunched his wife, but after they hunched in his dreams, he was saying how he missed Nola. I mean, and then another point, I don't know which episode it is. Dang. Because I don't want, I mean, we're going to talk about it either way. But when he was talking about how he thinks Nola's his soulmate and then his wife was like, oh, just like the other ones. So he kind of has like a thing going on with like falling in love with his side chicks. Yeah, that's the uh, Is next it? episode. Oh, okay, my bad. My bad, I kind of jumped the gun, but go ahead. But did you think, so did you, hmm? this is cool. Because I mean, let's just be honest, when people binge watch, binge they, watch right, yeah. the episodes. If you watch, she's got to have it, I'm sure you finish it um, by now. But what did you, yeah, what did you, but did you think anything of the scene? Did you, were you just kind of like, what was that? Yeah, I probably started texting, I'm not going to lie. It was just like, oh, Spike being Spike. Here comes another weird dream sequence. And then on to the next. For real, for real. Yeah, I was, I'm like, <laughs> why is it quiet? Did I think I was just talking? You didn't hear what I said? No, I'm sorry. It, okay, yeah. um, but I'm just saying, I it, I tuned out kind of how we just did. Uh, it was like it's just Spike being Spike. I probably got on my phone or something. Not gonna lie. Okay, all right. So let's move on to episode seven. Um, and episode seven opens kind of heavy, and it, it I don't know about for you, how you feel about it, but it brought back some some rough memories for me. And um, and people may say you know like how, but it, it opens up and it, it takes it's taking place the day after Trump was elected, and it kind of showing the harsh realities and everything that each character is going through. You know, we see Nolan and her friends, they're all smoking and, you know, they're like, what, you know, like, come on, like, you know, like kind of how we all were. Um, we see uh, Mars and his 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 sister kind of, you know, doing a I, I don't know which religion it is, but a, a prayer ritual or, or, or something. Um, Jamie and his wife, they walk their son to school. Um, I, forget, I think that was about it. I don't think we saw a career about knowing him. He was trouble. <laughs> well, we just—I mean, he—he's biracial, so he was like, mm, right. I'll, I'll, so. "I'll survive." But what did I mean? Did that I bring mean, up yeah, anything you know for how, you? How you know, I felt what, so. What I definitely related to that. Like, what the f? And I'm still in this same what the f thing. But they elected not the rapist in in Alabama, so that's good. That's a plus. <laughs> I mean. It is, but at the same time, like the fact that he had, I mean, one, the guy barely won, Doug Jones. And then two, like the fact that he, this other guy, the, you know, not only accused rapist, but like, or I don't know if it was rape. I want to say sexual assault and molestation. I know for sure. Um, Allegedly. He not going to sue us. Um, The fact that he was like. He was he stayed in the election and then had almost yeah, won. That's it's crazy. the sad part. But that's I even mean, crazy. I guess he didn't win win. So we gotta take our, our dubs as we can. Um All right. Yeah. Um so back to the show. Uh so Greer runs up on Nola wearing these large these jeans with like a large black penis Chaps. hanging out. The yeah, it was, it was odd. And he talks about how his like his father wore them or designed them for art over in France, and he's bringing them back. And you know, it's like how he exists. And um, and then her and and um 
I guess some somehow after this uh wait 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 is that where we are okay yeah Nolan Greer then hunch and she yells she yells Overstreet at the moment of climax so this is the second time she's called it's the wrong man the wrong she's man like she tried to flip it like oh what she say like I'm over the street because blah blah, blah. like you what speak. girl just stop saying name sis it's just not your thing yeah. it's not your thing. <laughs> Right, you would think like you know what I'm balancing three men. It's it's a lot. Let me just I just won't scream names anymore. Like that, that just won't just be my may thing. Need to be baby, boo, honey. Like find something else because Overstreet has a lot to say too. Right, and it's yeah, and right. it's very just, specific. No, just don't <laughs> say nothing at all. All right, um. So then we get to the scene where Jamie's wife um, surprises him at his office and she confronts him about the portrait of Nola in his room. She lets him know that she put a stop payment on her check on the check. Um, Cheryl calls Nola a young bum bitch, but she says it's very proper. And then Jamie's like, is that how AKA is talk now? And here's my thing. Can we Mm -hmm. stop making all the trash ass characters, AKAs or AKA adjacents? I'm tired of it. Like, first of all, if she's this anti-black, she would not be in a black organization. Like, she's just not. She's not. Clearly, she's white passing. She would not have wanted to be around that many black women, however many it was. You don't think she would have done it? Like, she seems like the type to have gone to, like, an Ivy League school and probably... Again, that anti-blackness, the level of deeply rooted anti-blackness, she wouldn't be able to appreciate an organization for black women founded at a black school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... It just doesn't match up to me. Um, I mean, but I, I, like I said, I, that's why I point out the legacy part. Like maybe she did it in order to keep up with family tradition because her family, you know, like it's like her family if she's probably a legacy, had money for a few That would mean few that, generations. you know, they've been black. You know, this is a black thing. So I doubt it would be that much anti-blackness, like even in Jack and Jill or something else. But to, but, but I don't, I don't know if it's. Is anti? I don't. I don't want to equate it to simply anti-blackness, and more so just her being a bourgeoisie. You know, a member of the bourgeoisie, and that's really what she's against. She's against poverty. You know, and we, as we find out later in their conversation, she feels she made him. Here's this. She gave this young scrappy cat from the ghetto a chance, and he climbed on her back. You know, using her her generational wealth and connections to make something of himself other than a thug or a bum. You know, I, I maybe she knew about his, you know, his his drug dealing days in the past. Oh, snap, we didn't learn about that. Right, we haven't gotten it yet. So, oh, look who it is. <laughs> look, look who's messing up. <laughs> but, um, that, so, like, I don't think Cheryl's, so I say all that to say I can see Cheryl being a member of AKA you know, and not not that she's anti-black. Once again, she's she's a, a coon, very privileged ghetto hood language around woman. my son. That's anti-black as hell. So I don't I don't care what you say. I I just think she's um she, I think she's just like I said a member of the bourgeoisie and looks down on the impoverished, you know, or those who were less fortunate. Um, but anyway, going back to their conversation, um. She, once again, this is where she brings up, like, you know, did you tell this girl she's your soulmate? Like you told the three women before her. Just hang it up. And so now, well, not only has she been getting cheated on, 
I'm so mad that like Jamie falls Anything for these women so hard. Ass, like, right, like, oh, you're my soul. Like, it, like when we first met him, he's like, yeah, that's my soul, man. You know, I, I was like, oh, okay, that's why he's going so hard in the paint. And then to find out he three other women his soulmate, I'm like, wow, oh, buddy, just, buddy's just trash. And all this time you spent, you know, like chasing these other young joints, you could you could be reconnecting with your wife and having something. But um, so Nola, we find Nola shopping uh, for art supplies, and uh, her car gets her her debit card gets declined. That's when she finds out that a stop payment has put on it. She calls Jamie to curse him out, and her rent is late, and you know she, she's just all types of messed up about it. Um, oh, but oh, real quick, one thing I had saw some conversation about on on my timeline and going back to um Jamie and Cheryl, somebody was like, you know, how did he he write a ten thousand dollar payment and she just now noticing it only because her son saw the portrait. Mm. And my girl and I, we actually talked about that and we were saying that they right. really getting money That's over. That's pocket change. Ten thousand Ten oh, thousand dollars coming out shoes? the account. Like, that's not so. Uh, new, new shoes, a bag, a donation to a charity, and then she had to. Then she, you know, went a little deeper. Nola, darling, boom, bitch, you know. Um. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was one thing. Like you know, I, my girl now we saw. Well, I saw some conversation about, it, and then my girl and I also talked about like, yo, like if you really getting money, like they look like they getting money. Then ten thousand dollars can walk out your account. Yeah, she's and like, really "Well, let me go look where he got this painting from." And they're like, "Oh, I know he lying." And then snatch it up. But then, why would you pay from the joint right. account? Like, he he moving reckless. But then again, he knows she knows about all his um, side heifers and that he thought they were soulmates. So never mind. He moved different, right? You know. And then, like I said. He, yeah, he been he been he been giving Nola a little money where it ain't really no right. you know it ain't really breaking you know. So um so after the, so she curses Jamie out about it. She's like, I want my pain back. I don't even want like the money. Um, she has to hustle. She has to walk the dog. She has to give lessons to kids and other small hustles to make up for the lack of money, and you know to to get her rent money because she's almost at risk of getting kicked out. Um, she's talking with Mars about her struggles. Um, Mars suggests yeah. uh, your uh, Yoruba cleansing. Oh, Yoruba, it's pronounced. Yeah, Yoruba cleansing um, that his sister would do, and I guess she did it at like a discounted rate because he knows she knows how Mars feels about her. About Nola, she gets. Uh, so then we find out Jamie goes to Fat Joe to get ten thousand dollars in cash for Nola. And we found out when he went, Fat Joe did a bid for Jamie for eight years. Fat Joe lets Jamie knows if 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 Fat Joe falls, then Jamie's going down with him. You know, so Jamie was in the in 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 the drug game. I guess Fat Joe kind of put him on because he was a juvenile at the time, and if he ever got messed up, he would not do major time, but end up getting caught up at a wrong time. And and Fat Joe did the bid, I guess. While he was doing the bid, Jamie was getting legit money mm-hmm. and helped mm-hmm. finance the um, cabaret club for him. Yeah, it was a nice little tidbit. I was like, look who got a little hood in him, for real, for real. And, you know, and so we learned that about Jamie, which was interesting. Uh, 
Right. You know, it's like, okay, it's dope to find some more backstory about him. Um, Mars approaches uh, Clorinda to let her know Nola's going through money issues and that she is the uh, artist behind the My, My Name Is Street Art. Uh, Jamie returns the portrait uh, with $10,000 cash to Nola. Uh, so on the episode nine, um, opening talks, uh, talking about how like shitty 2016 was, and then it pays homage to all those that we lost during 2016. And then just a lot of other black heroes, um, um were they all in the same graveyard moved on. Um, so then we, we appear, go ahead. I can't say that I, I can't say that I know that they are, um, but it's like just one main like I mean, graveyard. That's one to question be buried had, together. But, but yeah, in the same. That was a nice little tidbit. Um, nice little touch. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, so we go to the uh, we go to the black meeting, uh, where Papa. her neighbor Miss Tate um, then uh, accuses um, our man Pop- Pablo, uh, the mayor. Papo, the mayor of being uh, a nuisance and spray painting a green G on people's stoops in uh, Brooklyn uh, as like a sign, like meaning like they're a gentrifier. And right. I mean, of course, this, I mean, Spike Lee gave us a, you know, a, 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 a representation of a gentrifier, someone who's entitled, you know, and, and doesn't respect kind of those I'm people of color okay. that have inhabited the neighborhood for so long. Don't don't start with me. Um, Do not. But I must say, Papo. I heard your phone go off. And then two, <laughs> I mean, but it's not professional. Just, just I mean, that's his neighborhood. That's where he been. The stoop um, he been on. He probably been Pablo, going to that stoop for ten years. Like, uh, why well, didn't he, since he got Pablo, back from the war, why didn't he just move? So stoops? he shouldn't have to do anything. Why, why go to her stoop? Like, Clearly, these people move to these problems. neighborhoods that are already established and have their own culture because of the culture, then complain about the culture. So I don't want to hear. I mean, I'd probably be annoyed if it was a homeless man. But if I'm from there, then. The same way Nola is. Hey, Papa, what you need from me, dog? You know what I'm saying? How you doing today? He's like a staple in the neighborhood. The mayor of Bed-Stuy, like they called him. What do I call it? I said Bed-Stuy. But it is kind of, I think it is Bed-Stuy over there, too. Like, some parts were shot in Bed-Stuy, but the mayor of Fort Greene, right? Uh, right. And like I said, I, uh, no, Fort Greene, because that's where they're at. Bed-Stuy. Yeah. I think like I feel like he rotated though. Like he probably would be on everybody's um, just wherever he, he fell. He but would like just you said, like even if you know, I come in and I buy that joint. Hey, bro, I don't I don't really know you. Like you know Nola, can you go chill on Nola's no, because stoop? Because like, she's I don't trying to get him in jail. You know, I don't. I don't agree with that, especially in the neighborhood. Like that's part of the neighborhood. That's you like complaining complain about deers in the neighborhood, nigga. I you guess. in the forest. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't like Miss Tate at all, but I feel like I there's some deer. responsibility on, on on my man to be like, you know what. That that's not the same. It's definitely not the same. That's like no, that's not like complaining about bears. That's like me moving to a neighborhood. No, that's like going to a neighborhood and being like, oh no, those, those crack dealers over there, they're part of the neighborhood. They've been here forever. Again, if I'm if I live there it's, and he's been there since I've been there, and it's not like there's a mutual you know, it's respect not a and relationship. It's not like I'm it's coming not in like, and saying, "I know you're not oh, going to break into my house or something like that." Shut that down. Like, okay, for example, he's a homeless man. 
I don't know him. This is y'all friend. He had this special needs boy. Y'all, woman y'all love him. Who be on campus all the time. He wouldn't be bothering nobody. He, he just come up to you. His name like, is Jay Bird. He just want, come up to you, give you, you a hug, man on your tell you about his football career, FSU, and how he going to the pros. We know he lying. We just let him be. And he just mind his business. But the campus actually banned him, like, from coming on campus. And students were, like, outraged. They just did it last year. But, like, he won't bother nobody. He'll just hug you, make you feel a little uncomfortable. But, like, not, like, uncomfortable, uncomfortable. He wasn't going to do nothing to you. Just, you know, hugging a special needs man. And he was just, like, a part of the coach. You go to the orange room, you know Jay Bird going to be in there. And that's fine because that's where Jay Bird be at. It's the same thing. Okay, but if you want to... You pay to go there. You pay for your meal plan. You pay your tuition. You pay. Yes, you do pay. And in addition, Popo had mental issues too from the war. So I feel like that's different because he's special need. And this is not. And this is not. You don't pay for it when you go to college. You don't pay for the like. You don't own the whole campus. I own the sink. Right, but. But okay, none that caused that he Whatever. did we not know guess. better than to like sit on that step. Stoop. Look, you four green. Look, not I'm just being honest. Else. I don't. I don't mind my like. I'm not going to try to get him okay, arrested next, because I don't. Be I wouldn't want to put another black man in jail unless they're like violating. But hey, bro, I'm not your friend. Like I don't know you. Whoever lived here before, they did you bogus by selling me this house. Go chill on Nola Stoop. It's right next door. And she said Buddy was playing loud music outside her house. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, so next we go to uh, Nola's at a therapy session. Um She's been oh so she 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 talks about how she's beginning to fear she'll end up like uh Pabo and that um you know and like never really make it and end up just kind of being like homeless on the street and you know being an artist her therapist asks if she can focus on her art and her four lovers you know with four she's including Opal um and then Nola kind of runs through her rules uh for maintaining control um so they were like never see someone more than twice a week uh always with a condom uh, no two lovers in one day, no, uh, and no sex outside her loving bed. The therapist asked uh, if she felt like, oh, okay. So then they were talking about the art show and how that went so wrong. And she basically, you know, the therapist brought up like, you were so busy putting out Which the fires of like your Nolan, four lovers Nolan. or three or four lovers, like finding out about um, each other that, you know, you couldn't really be present in your art show and you know, therefore, them serving as a distraction from your art. Um, and so the therapist was like, "What about what if you had introduced full disclosure to your male lovers, where if the, all four, all three of them are in the room, then they know about each other." Um, right. And so um, later on, we see Shemeka is back home with her daughter. Um. Nola's then we find out uh, from like while she's teaching at class, Nola's exposed as a street artist behind the My Name Is campaign. She's pissed at Clorinda and Mars. 
they her both, in their, you know, in their mind, did it to help. You know, Clarinda's trying to get her exposure, and like uh, now, people are interested in buying her art and all this after, after this. But you know, she just did it at, after her assault as a as a statement. Um, Mars comes to see Nola, you know, to kind of apologize and patch things over. Um, and Bianca, who's Miss Tate, you know, Nola's um, neighbor, accuses the mayor of spray painting a green G you know, for gentrification on her brownstone. Yeah, my fault. And uh, she calls the cops. A scene erupts on the block. You know, Nola is, like, trying to defend, um, f- defend, you know, the mayor, Pablo, as a, her friend. And she claims, she, like, takes credit for it. Says, hey, I did it. I'm pretty sure she did it. And so they arrest One, her and two, they arrest the mayor. I mean... And a then black they bring man going Bianca to jail, down you know, to getting the station. handcuffed so, is never like, a good thing. So I'm sure she was basically was really and, saving and his life. Bianca, you know, um, and then it was a lot of witnesses out there. A, and can we just talk about Mars and his passion? It's my girl. Don't be, oh, she calls Opal. Opal comes to bail her out. But um, yeah, she was trying to save his life because it got really bad. What do you think about Nola? You know, what do you have on you? Put your hands up. It's gonna be really bad. Like, hey, it was me. I mean, yeah, but they was arresting him, you know, on some racist, I can do what I want, cop stuff. If, if she admitted it, why still a black man? That wasn't something she, could ha- you know, had control over because, you know, white. So, yeah, I thought that was nice. And then Opal kind of, she has like a parental type relationship with Nola or just like, you know, you need to grow up. So I feel like that was symbolic with her being the one to come bail her out because she could have easily called Jamie. He could have spent his lunch money to get her out. But... But she didn't like. She but, didn't you know, stop she, him from getting arrested. Yeah, she wasn't talking. But still, like it was just like a night. It was it was symbolic to me at least. Like that's why you know she keep Opal around because and Nola and then Opal still gonna f for her at the end of the day. Um. Okay. Oh yeah, I don't think she intended. I, sh- I thought she would. I think she thought she they were gonna take her instead, you know, and not the both of them, because that would you know that defeated the purpose if they were still gonna arrest him. Um. Well, she was okay. Really- next, yeah, Nola she returns the money to Jamie. It was nice. Um. Basically, I don't need your money, nigga. You know, and then she got the grant that she applied for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just personally thought. I get why Nola was doing it, but after seeing like them still arrest the mayor, I, f- I was like, "Well, her getting arrested was totally pointless, and now she got a charge for nothing." If y'all was just gonna, re- mm-hmm. yeah, um, Well, it wasn't like that. No, be, because I think I think it was very interesting what she said, like the reason why she returned the money. And her, her thing mm-hmm. was like, if I'm going to truly make it as an artist, I have to really make it. I can't have you subsidizing my life because you like to cover like, it up like as you supporting my art. I have to give allow the nigga, universe yo, money to back confirm, you, get it you know, like, I'm um, on the right path. Okay, next. And if I take and your money, like some, I don't give you know, the universe that opportunity. Turban, spin around like R. Kelly in the ignition video. And um, so that's why I think it's, it's more important to say, like, it wasn't a, I'm done with, you know, I don't need your money. But it was a, 
I would accept your money, yeah, but I'm really like, trying right, to chase we, we purpose it, and confirmation and it keeps on turning back to life. the turbans. Like, okay, so I forgot I what it was even about. It what was like, the monologue or something, wasn't it? In terms of if I'm on the right path. And then after that, she finds out she got the $15,000 grant. And that, right. you know, kind okay, of serves yeah. as her confirmation. Like, okay, I'm on okay. the right path. Moving along. And then we get to the finale. The the good mm, of the thing, of the of the show. <laughs> which I was waiting on from watching the movie. I was like, I wonder if they're going to do this again. And when I saw that it was Thanksgiving this episode, I said, it's happening. I'm excited. So... Nola invites all three of her sliders over for Thanksgiving dinner. I was, I was, and you know they come in one by one, and then five minutes. Jamie came first, right? Was it Mars? Who came first? Mars got there first because he's a punctual king. And then when Jamie shows up, he's like, "Oh, you know, you you delivering the food or whatever he said." It was like, "What's this about?" And then it was kind of just like a bunch of negative terms going around in her like ah which is so a king uh, a tipping king uh and then Greer shows up and they like okay what what's going on and then I guess it was Prince theme but of course Greer had to come in full drag and it was just a lot for me but whatever um and then after talking and looking at each other they realized like Noah's like oh I have to finish getting dressed so she leaves them alone and then they realized that they were all at the art show. And then like has like a flashback of them all looking at the art standing right next to each other. And then they're like, oh, hell no. Like, as niggas would. I mean, as they should. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, they get Marsh. to the table. Nola cooks or whatever. She has them all sitting at the table. And they have to pray. So Jamie, the one that's the most normal, does a regular prayer. It was oh, you know, yeah. nice. Oh, was, Jamie you know, brought some wine and he thought like, oh, father, whatever he said. It was, it was a regular like, prayer. Delivery man. And, and then he tips Greer, Jamie. Um, thanks God for his face not being punched ever, which is, I, I mean, I guess. Same though. Um, then thanking God for his black father and white mother. Um, whatever that is. And then Mars. Oh, <laughs> Mars. He thanks the Lord up above. This time he wasn't praying to Jordan. I don't know assume but he was praying and he was thanking god for his skills in hip hip hop you know asking what they're thankful for and and his folks not tripping on tripping on him being dyslexic what are we didn't did we cover him being dyslexic i don't think we like talked about it talked about it but it i well it didn't come up until like episode whatever it, it, it was a couple episodes in but it, it made yes. sense with how he flips his sentences and all of that because he talks how he reads which was cute i thought that was a nice little addition i don't know if he like that's not like something he added to the character almost like something he added in the interview i mean at the interview the audition and they just ran with it (laughs) yeah um and then mars being the king that he is started roasting them and said that Gray and jamie both have the same hairline which is trash equally uh because we, we already discussed how jamie has the frank mitchell haircut so yikes it was it was bad i don't know they i mean it wasn't little, as prevalent in, they got the lorenz taylor love though. jones haircut um at all but yeah Yeah, I mean, I think it was maybe like just a, hey, I'm going to try this or a natural extension of the character, you know, or him just making it his own. 
Yo, when he said that, I was like, oh, dang, they do. <laughs> I don't think that's what she means. I mean, like, I mean it's like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hairline don't mean a thing. <laughs> uh, So, yeah. So then they, they confront her. They're like, yo. So, like, what's the purpose of us all being here? Like, I mean, punishing you know, like, yourself. Just, like, just shoot doing from that. It's like, well, Cause she's dang, trying, I'm playing niggas coy all night. I'm not going to eat and then today because I'm a like, bad girl. You know, no, it's just like, it, you know. She said something so like She can address what she, which her mistakes without so punishing her. herself. She said She was like, you know, you know, I'm a, you, as, a, like as a normal person, I make mistakes. And I try not to punish myself for them because the universe punishes our, uh, punishes us enough. Yeah, addressing stuff isn't punishment. That's so what I'm saying. Like, you don't like being responsible. acknowledge your flaws or whatever. That's, that's how I feel. Just knowing everything we've seen in NOLA. It was like, you don't like being accountable for what you do or like what? I think in the context of like her, like her saying it, it, like when they all three asked like, yo, why are we here? And then her saying, like, I don't believe, you know, like, we make mistakes, but I don't believe in punishing myself. It's like, duh. Okay, clearly. either you're talking about something out. very personal to you, or you're kind of talking about in reference. I think it was. But well, I just, clearly that wheat was laced. I don't know. Did they smoke before or after she unveiled I don't it? Think, it was just I don't like, think punishment is always negative. It's, it's just, you know what? Hey, I got I to gotta address that. I got to. They just weren't mad enough for me. Because mm. they would have been like, right. I'm going to just go home. All right. Because, um, okay, the, the painting the depicted. for her. The painting was you know, three she men. She tells them naked, that the world has made her. Painted beautifully. And then it showed their bare penises and in all of their they're like, what glory or lack thereof. She's like, well, you um, all first keep asking, we had Janie like, with the other normal size. All the penises the were flaccid. Like, this is all my But dudes. still, so just regular, regular penis. And, um, well, I think they had you know, with assumed, a above average size genitalia. And it was interesting to see, which made sense. All the penis sizes made sense. So then they. They sit down and they smoke some, you know, she's just like, had in my weed, and then she um, unveils, unveils it hurt, her. Man. It hurt. All the um, her, her masterpiece. I forget. Uh, she called it like the three headed monster. Greer's, or do you remember what she called it? I felt like she they smoked before, like she started smoking before, passed the blood on, and then got up and showed the painting. Well, describe the painting. <laughs> it's small. It's not big. It's not no. Which is what I told y'all when the head is, you know. Hey, okay. But um, it was it was um, wasn't large. But apparently, he knew what to do. What he said, his late father taught him. I guess the ropes and what to do. It was about the size of um. Mm, it's about the size of like a Carmex, a Carmex um, lip balm. I don't. Was it micro? I, I don't. No, it was. It wasn't that that small, but it was significantly. It was half I mean, the size of yours. The only reason I, I I question is it micro. I don't because Mars um, as a person that's my man. Smoked this magical like, pot and danced the prince. And so I don't. The raspberry I hate beret to and just I write them off as micro. I don't. I don't know if it was micro. Because there are some um, men that are very. I mean, much some people out there like, look, 
Think think of it like this: Grizz would be eight inches. Um, I think he was he was just Mars he, was, he just had a he, his joint was just the smallest. Does that of make sense to you? Okay, so anyway, they, they smoke this. They all get high and fall asleep or whatever. They dance and it's so unrealistic because real niggas would have fought, basically, or wouldn't have still been there. Basically, very unrealistic, but not. I mean, depending on the type of niggas, like still. In real life, this would not be happening. We're not going to smoke weed together and pass the blunt and dance to Prince. It's just not happening. Like, we wouldn't have made it through the dinner with some real niggas. And then they all get high and then they I eventually like leave. Or I don't think it was that small. And then Opal shows up at the end. And I thought that was a nice little thing. She says <laughs> that, um, what's the daughter's name? Tyler or whatever. Her dad wait, 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 came wait. and got Skylar, you, came and got her for the holiday and she was kind of alone. You just, said, go visit I'm just thinking like, and we're walking around with two That penises. was a cute little, oh. But we kind of. Did it mean that they end up together? I don't know really what it meant. What did it mean? Yeah, but it was a nice little ending. Huh? Yeah. And then I guess it's I up know. for interpretation. Like, does she end up with Opal? Does she like do her own thing? Blah, blah, blah. But it was cute. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if these three men would have fought. I don't understand what a season two would entail. Like, I don't I don't see a need for one. I enjoyed it. It was what it needed. It was what it needed to be. It didn't have the kind of storyline like what happens next. Like she had three niggas. She had a, a, a girl on the side. They know about each other now. Her and her girl cool. Like I don't know what else. Like I don't know what else there is to do unless she like is pregnant. Now she got to figure out who her baby daddy is. But I don't know. It's I don't see the need for a season two. But I did enjoy it. Um, as it got like as more people started watching, I started seeing more mixed reviews, which is interesting. But it's you know kind of some stuff was forced. We already said that, but it was it was overall I do like it. I enjoyed it, and especially like a nod to the original and stuff. And Spike Lee and my my shirt came I, in too, so I can't wait to I wear that. Know. Um, I don't know. It says she's got to have it, and it says please, mommy, please on the back, which is great. Can't wait to wear. It. Um, but yeah. Do you think it's coming back for a season two? Like, is there even a need? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. But then it won't be, it won't be like pressing because it's like, I mean, I watch She's Gotta Have It because of the character Nola Darling. So if you're not going to have Nola Darling, you may as well keep it. And I don't want to hear about Clorinda or Shemekna and her exploding booty or the white girl they was with. So I'll keep it if it's not normal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. these people need to get me on their teams. So I can tell them what they need to put on here. But. Yeah, I think that's it. That's it. You know, thank you, Spike Lee. I enjoyed it. Love you. I've been loving you and your work since I was a kid. Yeah, um, I, keep doing um, what you're doing. I enjoyed it. I thought, like up. you said, I thought I, I thought it was something. a good moment. I don't know what it is. That's, like I don't. One of these shows, I can be like a grown up Troy from Crooklyn. You know, I I could be maybe stuff. the only I way I could see is season I could be two the dark skin. Want to be on school days? Follow some other woman around. Holla at your girl. Holla at. Yeah, girl. Dang, I me. probably like, would I be a jigaboo? I want to be. I think I'm I, mean, I feel like I act more like I want to be, but my hair is natural, so. No, they was a dark skin want to be. It's a dark skin want to be on, on gamma rays. 
she definitely go watch go, go watch the good and bad hair scene. It's definitely a dark skin one. I'm, I, looking, yeah, I'm looking at her in my mind right now. Like I said, I don't think I like you said. They weren't we, all I, I can't see a season um, two. I think yeah, it was I wasn't a good be, moment, I wasn't doing packed like the rest. Of them. I think I have to do some different. Nice but I don't know. Like these days, everybody's natural, generation, so you can't really I think do that. And you can't really do dark skin, light skin for real. I guess it'll be like fake booty, real booty. I don't know because that's not really what it was because. Like all the gamma rays weren't dark, light skin. All the jigaboos weren't dark skin. Cause even the heavy set one was kind of like lighter. I mean, hell, even dry leaves even look, look light. So they weren't all dark skin. They just all had natural hair. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, have a great week. We gave y'all what y'all needed, and see y'all next Tuesday. Boom. All right. Yeah. Your your I think your complexion would lend you to um who? I'm gonna have to go find her. Yeah. Why can't you do dark skin? Why can't you do dark skin and light skin? We out.